0: Hey everybody, this is Reed Smith. And this is Chris Boyer. And we are co-hosts on a show called Touchpoint, which is a podcast that's dedicated to the discussions on digital marketing and online patient engagement strategies, not only for just hospitals, but health systems and physician practices. In every episode, we'll dive deep into a variety of topics on digital tools, solutions, strategies, and other things that are impacting the healthcare industry today. And while you listen to this show, we would certainly love you to check out ours. All you have to do is swing on over to touchpoint.health for more information, and also some of the other shows that are featured on the Touchpoint Media Network. Welcome back to Gear and Review. I am Reed Smith, joined as always by Bobby Ratu. What's going on this morning or this afternoon or lunchtime or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, here we are again. Uh, Last episode, we talked about microphones. Thought we would expand on that just a little bit and talk more specifically in this episode about microphones used to capture better audio when shooting video, if that's not a mouthful.
1: No, it's a big mouthful and it's obviously, it's one of the things that we're always trying to get better and better at when we're doing, uh, working on video projects. So this will be kind of fun. We've learned a lot.
0: Well, before, before we get too far in, uh, thanks again for all the support. Uh, thanks for all those subscribers and listeners out there. If you're interested, be sure to uh, head over to touchpoint.health, learn about all the other shows and all the good things that we're doing. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes. It's the best way that we can make sure other folks actually find this show. So uh, here we are. Microphones for video. Oh, this is fun. So how does, so category, and this is a little bit outside my wheelhouse. Last time around, I mean, I can weigh in a little bit because I use a microphone to capture audio as we're doing this very moment. But you're the video guy. So what kind of where, where do, what are we talking about here?
1: So there's three areas that uh, we work in. One is um, the microphone that, that you can use on a camera, that you can put on a camera. So if you're capturing footage of uh, someone doing something, it will record really quality uh, audio into the camera. Second, um, audio for interviews. And we have two different options there. One is a boom mic or a mic that hangs over the person or, or sits underneath them. Uh, to record clean audio as the interviews happen, or three, um, a lavalier mic that can be wired or wireless. And so those are the three areas that we kind of navigate when it comes to our workflows for video production.
0: Nice. All right. So I think most common, well, not most commonly, but people probably at least can visualize the idea of a boom mic, right? You got to Guy standing over in the corner with headphones on and he's like dangling this microphone over you as you audition for American Idol. Right. right. And I mean, that's yeah, kind of what we're talking about. Pretty much. And, you know, the
1: reason why we have navigated or gone to this option is pure functionality. And so um, uh, mainly because when we do a lot of interviews, there is this un. This this un uh, just basically awkward moment having to go in and put a lav on someone's clothing, and Mm. for males, many times, uh, you know, if 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 a CEO is wearing a jacket, we can put the lapel mic on the the jacket fold and hide the mic behind the jacket, you know, in between the jacket and his shirt. If, If the gentleman's not wearing a jacket, we've got to find a way to put it on the person's shirt. And I don't like to show wires. I like to hide wires, So we end up having to tuck it behind buttons or in the collar. And that usually is kind of an uncomfortable thing because most of us have kind of a a personal zone space that we don't like people to break into. And so you're having to break into someone's personal space to put mics on them. The, the one thing that really kicked it off to move into a boom mic is many times we would interview ladies and ladies many times wear blouses that are very sheer. And if you pin a lapel mic, it pulls on them, you know, and it's mm. and it's really hard and awkward. And it, it's also many times can be tough to ask a lady to go to the bathroom to go put a mic up her shirt and then have to carry that mic back out and we hook up. And so we've tried to really navigate this awkwardness, uh, this awkwardness with just let's let's put a boom mic up,
0: because yeah, so you're, you're you're miking the room versus the person to some extent. Absolutely,
1: right? absolutely, um,
0: and it really makes it easier for the person. They
1: can come in and just sit into a chair, and the mic is already hanging. And well, that's,
0: that's what I was thinking. Was I mean, this is probably a time saver to some degree as well, right? So you, you're able to set up in a space, and then people can come in and out, and it's it's less, um, you know, time consuming even for them because it's a few minutes to uh, you know get them wired up, so to speak. If that's if that's the duration you're going,
1: absolutely. And so we moved to this option of the boom mic, and it, it it's. Functionality is great. We have two different options that we leverage. Many times we will record the person being interviewed and the actual interviewer. Uh, so we'll hang two mics sometimes through booms. And so we use a Sennheiser ME66 and K6, which is a super cartoid, uh, sh- uh, it's a shotgun mic. And it does a really good job of capturing rich voice. Uh, the hard thing about that mic sometimes is that it really likes to suck audio in. And so we have to kind of be careful um, about uh, the individual that's sitting in the chair. We don't have like a metal chair that they can tap their their ring on or you know something that makes clicky clack noises. And then we also use, at the same time, This Audio Technia um, ATM 10A, it's also an omnidirectional condenser mic. And it does, both of them do a great job. They have rich sound. Um, We always have to find the right spacing between the person's face and where we hang it. If you hang it too close, it'll get too close and really overpower the mic. And so we try to hang it just above the viewpoint of the camera. Um, And both mics do a great job, rich sound. Um, and have performed really well. They are both XLR mics, so they're cabled uh, that we can mm-hmm. either do two things into the camera or into a recording device or a mixer if we have a sound guy helping us out. Gotcha.
0: Awesome. Okay, so that's uh, that's boom mic. Uh, what's our what's our next option to capture better? Uh, audio as it relates to video.
1: Yeah, so on the camera mics is something else that has really uh, jumped up, especially with the DSLR movement. Um, You know, many of the Sonys um, uh, and the Canons and the Nikons uh, that offer... Uh, video recording options in the DSLR, have a built-in mic, but it doesn't really, you know, it's more of, it's just capturing everything around the camera. We have, uh, you know, recommended using a Rode uh, mic that can literally hook into the flash shoe on top of the camera and will plug into using a mini uh, connector into the camera and you can record through that. And it is, uh, it's a, uh, it's a directional uh, microphone that records what's in front. And okay. it does a great job. It, it typically uses a um, a 9 volt battery so it can power it. So does it doesn't, uh, because it can't pull phantom power off of the DSLR. Uh, great, great mic. Um, the only thing about that mic that's kind of tough sometimes is if you're putting a wide angle lens on the DSLR, it sometimes will showcase. Uh, in that shot because it hangs
0: over the lens a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. Um, And that's, you know, I mean, that's always a good option. You see a lot of vloggers, video uh, bloggers, you know, using these types of microphones. They have all kinds of wind socks and screens and things like that, that, that go on them and and try to reduce, again, some of that ambient noise. But it's almost a necessity um, that, you know, just like your phone, while there is a microphone and it's okay, but if you're actually doing it for public consumption, you really need this external mic, and that's a good option.
1: No, it's a really good option. I've recorded a lot of videos where I'm, um, uh, you know, if it's a presentation to someone or thanking someone, I'll set my DSLR up, my my Canon 5D Mark III. I'll put the Rode mic on top of it, and it records a beautiful sound. It sounds really great, and it has a professional uh, sound to
0: it. So, really pleased with that microphone. Cool. And then uh, where does that leave us? What else do we have? Well, we still use
1: uh, lavalier mics and let me tell you why. Um, many times with lavalier mics, they're really good um, for outside uh, consumption or shoot and move type of opportunities. Uh, first mm. of all, we use a Sennheiser um, ME2 lav mic, and it, it does a great job as a wireless mic. It, you know, fits on the horse on the shoe of the video camera and it also has a compact uh, transmitter that you can put in your pocket or uh, put on your belt loop. And we have found ways to really do a good job of, you know, hiding it or putting it on the lapel. And the reason why we like it is many times we have a lot of showing tell options and it allows a person to move around wirelessly. We have to plan ahead with the person that is going to be featured to make sure we recommend the type of clothes to wear. For the ladies, we tell them, obviously, do not wear a dress. Please wear pants and uh, a, a blouse that can support it. Um, for the men, we tell them, you know, wear, you know, just a jacket without a tie. You know, so we give them, we try to make sure we give them options. But this is really good for the shoot and move. Um the other thing we use is also the Sony uh, ECM44B. That is a wired mic. It sounds absolutely beautiful. We do it for in-studio type of work um, where you know it's really quiet and it has a rich sound and we can prepare the person being interviewed for that mic to wear something that it can support. And I personally, it, it's a game changer. I would rather go with that versus the boom mic because it sounds so good. It's so rich and it really comes across as a professional sound. So I'm, I'm a big fan of this microphone.
0: So it sounds to me like, you know, these are all good options, uh, but you've got to make a decision based on a couple of things. One is, um, is this a set location or are we moving around, Right. Um, you know, how many different subjects am I going to be interviewing in the course of this time span <laughs> and, yeah. and how comfortable are you, uh, with what, you know, and how comfortable are they with having a live of light versus, you know, a, a boom mic and, you know, some of that, some of that kind of stuff is timing tight, you know, may weigh into it. What are some other considerations, uh, that people may have? I spent a lot of time speaking to nonprofits
1: and healthcare communicators about uh, microphones for video that specifically help them in a quick, portable way. You know, they're using small cameras. How can they do something that sounds good, but at the same time, they don't have a lot of stuff. And so I really pushed them to that Rode mic. It does a great job. you, Mm -hmm. You can pop it on top of a camera and it sounds really good. It's portable. You can shoot really good pictures with an affordable DSLR and also pop that mic on top of it to record really good sound, Uh, especially when you're trying to go out and go to an event or you're going or you're promoting something. It allows you to record that and sound really good, but at the same time, be very portable and it's only one piece, right? It's just something to hook to a camera and that's it and plug it in. Um, If you really want to step your game up and, um, and help yourself out with the, the video team inside your organization. You know, knowing how to use a lav mic, especially a wireless lav mic, um, to to wire someone up and help in that video production crew. So I would encourage you to understand how these, these love wireless love mics work just so that you can be an extra person in the room to help when you're greeting an interview subject. So those two areas are really good to understand and how to use them uh, inside your uh, organization.
0: There you go. And I think the simplest determining factor may be literally how many hands do you have? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> You know, and that's gonna that's gonna weigh into uh, lav versus boom mic versus you know a, a boom mic that's on a stand versus people holding it, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, again, these are all great options. There's all there's reasons to use them all. Some of it's personal preference, some of it's environmental. Uh, we just encourage you to uh, to get out there, check them out, uh, start using something, and uh, let us know. Let us know what you use, what uh, things you've run into. Uh, what works well, what, what you found that doesn't work well, uh, that sometimes just is helpful. So love to hear your feedback. Love to hear from you. Uh, certainly appreciate the support. Uh, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcast. Uh, that really helps us uh, spread the word and make sure other folks can find this. And uh, um, yeah, so we'll be back uh, with another episode soon.
1: Yeah. And, you know, for all the people that just listen to this, we listed a lot of equipment. We're going to put this in the show notes. We're going to have links to everything so you can go check it out and see from a budgetary standpoint what makes sense in your life.
0: There you go. For Bobby Ratu, I'm Reed Smith, and we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Have a good day. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com.